Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. I'm so excited that you guys are here. My name's Sophia. I started this podcast in the beginning of April and I got furloughed at the end of March. And quite honestly, it was so hard for me to comprehend and deal with that. I was like, I have two choices right now. I can start the podcast that I've always wanted to start or I can let this really deter me and start emotional eating and just sit on the couch and do nothing. And I decided to go with the first choice. And I'm so glad that I did because I've got to meet so many inspiring people from all over the world. And I hope that you guys see yourselves in some of these stories because I've just been having so much fun. This has been lighting me up so much. And I'm really glad that I put myself out there and decided to start it. You know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start it. And I'm so glad that I just did that. And I know as an introvert, it's been pretty hard to like put myself out there, talk in front of a camera, talk to all these people I don't know. But I feel like this has been such a growing experience for me. And I feel like I need to share that with you guys because maybe there's something in your life that excites you but kind of scares you at the same time. And maybe it's time to step into that. Today's guest is Cassandra. I love chatting with her. She's an intuitive life coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. We talk about what inspired her to write her book, Now What? What to do when you're having a now what moment? And how she helps her clients gain clarity on what their dream life really looks like. We go through the day in the life exercise, manifestation, when's a good time to get a Reiki session, and so much more. So let's get started. So thank you so much, Cassandra, for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. Love to know about your story. Tell me about your background. Start wherever resonates with you. And just tell me about you and how did you get to the place you're at right now? So awesome. I want to thank you for having me. This is such a pleasure to be able to connect with you today and to connect with everybody listening. Hmm, What's gone to me where I am today? It's been a long journey for sure. From a young age, I knew I wanted to make a difference in the world. I just didn't know what that meant. And I thought maybe I'll be a teacher. Maybe I will become a psychologist because I loved giving advice. And just as my journey unfolded, I went to university for psychology and halfway through my degree, they changed the qualifications to be in school for an additional, I think it was eight years total. So I was saying, now what, what am I going to do with my life? And it led me to this, you know, dark path and didn't know stuck in the uncertainty and all of that. And before I know it, there was an opportunity after opportunity, like living abroad and volunteering in Africa and After I got back, I started to fall into personal development while I was working in corporate and doing really, really well. And I fell in love with life coaching. It was like the teaching aspect and the psychologist aspect all into one. And now I'm uh, doing lots of life coaching with an intuitive approach and Reiki energy healing and living my dreams. And it's just so surreal every time I get interviewed to share the story because to think where I started to where I am now is very shocking. (laughs) I'd love for you to really go into that now what moment. And Mm -hmm. like, that must have been pretty significant for you because you wrote a whole book about it. You have like all the stories about it. And what advice you would give someone who maybe is now right now going through their now what moment? 
Yeah. So the now at moments, how I kind of define it is a moment of uncertainty when one chapter of your life is closing and another one is about to get started. And that can happen when you're graduating university or college or you're changing careers, starting a business, scaling a business, quarter life crisis, midlife crisis, whatever that may be for people, because there's the big changes, you know, the end of like the predictable way of doing things. Like when you finish school, you know, you go from grade one, two, three, when you get to the end, you're like, well, now what, what's next? And during that time in my life, I was very depressed, very anxious, felt very alone, because I felt like nobody was really talking about how to navigate through that time. Personal development wasn't that big. um, So this would be seven years ago. So I was just completely lost, completely confused, had a negative mindset. And I think that happens for people, you know, with everything that's been happening in 2020, it's been lots of now up moments for people when they lose their job or with the uncertainty. So they're happening more than ever. And I think that it's interesting how this book was divinely released in the midst of all the COVID-ness that's been happening in the world right now. What advice would you give someone who's going through their now what moment right now? Yeah, so I think it really comes down to a few different things. I think it's really important that you focus on the emotion of it. Because I feel like when we're having these moments, sometimes we just put on the fake smile and just continue with life. But I think it's really important to work through them. So like journal about it, confide in somebody. So you're going to work through all of the emotions and not feel so alone in the process. Next is create some sort of dream or vision for yourself of what you would want your most ideal day to be. So whether it's writing a day in a life or creating a vision board, so you can start to see a big vision of where you want to go. And then next, it's just choosing one step that you can take towards getting to that vision. So it doesn't mean, you know, if you have a dream of having a six-figure business, seven-figure business, that you need to get the website, get all of these different things going on. It could just be identifying the first step like creating a mission for yourself. So that way you're working through the emotions, you know where you're going and you're taking action. Because I think when those three come together, that can help you shift your life in big and magical ways. What has your writing process been like and how long did it take you to write your book? Yeah, so it was a two-year journey. I was studying with one of my mentors, and I was trying to figure out what idea I was going to bring to life first. I had an idea of a podcast, a book, a different course, and I ended up just feeling deep inside it was a good time to start writing my book. So as I started, I reached out for help because I didn't know anything about writing books. So I reached out to someone local in Toronto, where I'm from, and I got them to help me in the process of figuring out how to publish a book and write a book and things just started to flow. And then there was a couple moments of pause. And you know, there's the the thing that all writers are nervous about writers block first. So I was kind of like beating myself up for it. But you know, it was a very push and pull process. But I think now it was for me to learn more lessons to include in the book. And it's funny, I wanted to release it in the beginning of the year. And I was sending my final edits to my editor and my whole book disappeared. All my edits disappeared and I couldn't believe it. I remember just like laughing because I didn't know what to do with myself. But what I came to realize was that it was supposed to be delivered 
in this midst of this pandemic because back then the pandemic didn't exist. And I think now, like I said earlier, lots of people are experiencing now at moments and really need to know how to navigate them more than ever. So did you rewrite it, the whole thing? So I had like my draft pre-edits, pre-hours of edits. So thank goodness the whole thing wasn't gone forever, but uh, it was extra things to be added, including that story, that's for sure. (laughs) And I know you recently turned 27 Mm -hmm. and you're nearing the end of your 20s. But I'd love to know what was year 26 like and what is maybe something you learned in year 26? Yeah, so it's been since June, so it's been a few months, but definitely my 26th year was probably one of the most transformational. It was the year that I quit my full-time job to become a full-time life coach. I had my first launch in my 26th year. I really explored my intuition and took that up to the next level. I traveled a lot. So I think if there was any year that I lived most of the dreams that I've ever experienced and making things into reality, it was definitely my 26th year. It's like the gas pedal to my success and where I am now all happened in the 26th year. So it's Mm -hmm. the one to beat, that's for sure. And what did you do to prepare for leaving your job? Yeah, so it was really interesting. I hired a business coach in the beginning of 2019 and I had my first launch and of my coaching business, learning all the steps and applying it, but it didn't happen. It was crickets and I remember freaking out and I ended up having another mentor, more my spiritual mentor and learning from her about the importance of using my intuitive gifts in my business. So once I started to have that, things started to turn and I just kind of went with the flow, went for it and manifested. So a lot of people that are in the personal development industry, they're really familiar with The Secret. Do you know that book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Rhonda Bryan has one called The Magic. And in there, she talks about the magic check. So Jim Carrey made this like really popular in an Oprah interview, but you essentially write yourself a check from the universe of the amount of money that you wanted to have. So when I heard it at first, I was like, no, this is too good to be true. But I ended up doing that and kept it on my desk and continued to follow what my instincts were telling me to do. And I ended up hitting that amount well before the date and left my job and just went for it. And I'm so glad that I did because I learned so much in that process. And did you have any limiting beliefs or blocks going into being a life coach and kind of taking on that title or anything about stepping into that role? Yeah, of course, as many do when they're starting something and stepping into the unknown. I remember thinking most significantly is how can I be a coach? Who's going to listen to me? Like, why am I so special? Why wouldn't they just study with Tony Robbins, right? Like Mm -hmm. the big ones in the industry. And that was a real big one for me. And I remember I was at a seminar and we had to do this routine together. And it was kind of like a Taekwondo routine. And I knew one of my friends was really experienced in it. And I saw her and then I had my friend Stacy behind me. So we all had to do the routine in unison. Otherwise, we had to start over. So I was doing the routine and I wasn't that great at it because I had no experience in it. 
but I was watching my friend, which was the expert. So I was doing the routine and Stacy was the one that kept messing up. So I remember when I got to the point where I wasn't perfect, but I was still confident enough to do the routine that I remember calling her over and saying, watch me and copy me. So I was copying the expert that I knew in the room that was good at it. I wasn't perfect, but within two times, Stacy perfected the routine and we all did together. So that was like one of the most profound lessons that helped me overcome that limiting belief because I came to realize I don't need to be the perfect expert. I don't need to be Tony Robbins, but as long as I'm a few steps ahead of somebody else, I can still serve them and help them achieve the result that they want to achieve. So what inspired you to get into Reiki? Into Reiki? Yeah. So one of my good friends, Ashley, she recommended that I go for a Reiki session and Reiki is a Japanese energy healing modality. And I went for the sessions and my Reiki practitioner was telling me, you should do this. You have such an intuitive gift. And this was 2015. And I keep putting it off. I was like, yeah, I get what you mean. But like, how is this going to help? How can I help other people? Kind of like a similar limiting belief about the life coaching. And then it really got to it that I started to explore my intuitive gifts. And I decided that it would be a good asset to help people because everything is energy, right? And you can help their mindset, but having the mindset and energy work together, that's where the true magic happens. So I wanted to add that to my toolbox of coaching tools. And I read on your website that you've spent over 50 grand on personal development. Out of like all the things that you tried and all the things you invested in, which ones would you really recommend doing? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hard thing to say because everybody's different, right? Yeah. But I think if you invest in personal development from the start and you get your mindset right, your energy right, that can really be the foundation to build a business on top of. Because I remember when I was trying to choose what to start with, I thought, I should start with business before I get into this mindset and energy thing, right? But I think it's really important that you have you focus on three things, especially if you're a business owner. Some, some kind of course about mindset, some kind of course about spirituality, meditation, and then something in regards to business. Because when you have the three working together, that's what really helps things elevate to the next level. So for mindset... For mindset, there's so many coaches out there on Instagram, and they have so many free little seminars and things. I think it's just like listening to whatever coach there is that you feel instant connection with, go with that. For energy, anything in regards to meditation, I think is really, really powerful. All the successful people out there really stand by it. And I remember in the beginning being like, I can't shut down my mind. How am I going to meditate? But really having that tool in my toolbox has helped me to navigate whenever something comes my way and to work through it smoothly. And then having a business coach is really powerful because it can help you step into a path in their process to make the success happen. Because I think when you start a business, sometimes you're like, I need to keep all the money to myself because businesses are expensive. But I think that if you have a business coach, you can just walk in their footsteps and see the simple way to making your business into a success. 
going back to at the beginning of your journey and you launch something and it doesn't end up the way you wanted it to mm-hmm. how would you keep the faith and keep like this is going to work even though I can't see it working right now eventually it's going to work out it was my vision as cheesy as it may be I looked at my vision board and I really was connected and had this desire to help people and for other people and then for myself I really wanted to achieve what I set out to do so I was willing to try whatever it is that I needed to make necessary and then once I like kind of had that shift in mindset that's when my next coach offered a program to help with intuition and then it all went up from there. And when is like a good time to get a Reiki session? When do you know you should go get one? Yeah, so Reiki is such a universal type of healing modality. You can have it a Reiki session if you're looking to achieve clarity. If you have some physical ailments, everything is energy, right? So like physical ailments can be like just stuck energy. So that could help to deal with stress and anxiety because it can be very peaceful. Like it's, you know, after you have a massage, you just feel like you can breathe again and you feel relaxed. It's kind of a similar type of experience, what you can have with Reiki. Or if you want to just explore your intuition and more about energy, that can unlock a lot of that in the sessions as well. And what exercises do you do with your clients to really help them get clear on what type of life they want to create or on their vision or something they want to call in? Yeah, for sure. So uh, one of them that I like to do is called the day in a life. And it walks you through using all your senses about what your dream day would be from start to finish. So if it's like, hey, I want to have a personal trainer, I want to have a podcast, I want to have this many clients, this is my night routine, this is my morning routine, and like feeling gratitude and feeling strong, like to picture it, because that helps with the law of attraction to attract in what it is that you want to create. There's also having a vision board so they have the visual depiction of what it is that they want to create. And then it's saying your day in a life every single day so that you remain clear, that you remain focused, and that you are manifesting and co-creating all those dreams into a reality. And on your vision board, I know your vision board is behind you, one of your older versions. What's one of your favorite things that you've manifested so far off of your vision board? Hmm. Good question. Do the book, I I think makes the most sense. It was something that was on from my very first vision board up into my most recent one. And it's just funny to see that having that desire, having that focus within all the years of having the vision board completely, I truly believe helped me make it into a reality. And what is something that you're learning right now? that I'm learning right now Hmm. to just embrace the journey and trust the process. This year, I thought I was going to be doing so much travel. And then our good friend, our not so good friend COVID happened. And it's just trusting that all of this is happening for a bigger purpose purpose, whatever things come my way, the good and the bad, what you would label bad has a greater purpose for me. And when I adapt that attitude that helps me deal with life's challenges and obstacles in a more fluid way, 
Um, so that's like the general lesson, but I'm still continuing to explore more about more about energy modalities. I'm enrolled in a year long course that has helped me thrive in all areas of my life, like in finance, in intuition, in healing and relationships. That's been a really big asset that I've enrolled in all year long. And what's something that most people don't know about you? Hmm. Something that people don't know about me. Hmm. That's a really good question. Because I feel like with social media now, people are so much more of an open book with what they share. And now that I have my book out there, I shared so much that most people didn't know about me. But I think it's, I think it's about my trip to Africa and my volunteering experience in Africa and how much of a profound experience that had in my life. It was amazing to go to Namibia. It was beautiful. Um, but I think that what that was really the catalyst that kickstarted my whole journey getting into mentorship. I fell in love with helping the kids that I was mentoring have those light bulb moments and to get them to change their mindset and start to dream about their lives. So I think that that was truly one of the most profound experiences that I've ever had. And I think I should share about it more. So this is a good reminder of that. And what's something that's lighting you up right now? Something that's lighting me up right now. Well, having this conversation with you has been so good. I really love connecting with people. I really love the opportunity to share my story with people in the hopes that it'll inspire them that no matter where you are in your journey, if you're in the midst of feeling super low, super depressed, if you're in the midst of navigating through a now what moment, or you're making your dreams into a reality and staying consistent by keeping motivated, that really warms my heart and gets me really excited and grateful to be in the position that I am now versus where I started. And if you had one week left, what would you do? To live? Mm -hmm. One yeah, I'm a huge foodie, so eat all of my favorite foods like sushi and tacos. I love to travel, so I would go to a beach somewhere with my whole family and just enjoy the time. I would record lots and lots of videos and aspects of my story that I want to continue to share and in the hopes that it'll inspire people. And I just want to live my life to the fullest and be in joy and be with the people that mean most to me. And when was the first time that you released your story out there? And did you have any blocks around like putting your story out there, sharing about your life? What was it like the first time you shared? Hmm. Well, I used to make YouTube videos, but it was more about tips. I think the real first moment that I shared my story was at a speaking event. And I started to share a lot that was included in my book. It's actually the day I met my mentor. So it was a very special day. And I was so nervous. So, so nervous. My hands were so sweaty and I was so cold. And there were so many people. But I'm grateful I did because... I think that sharing your story can be terrifying. 
public speaking can be terrifying. Lots of us have lots of fears and scary moments, but I think that nothing is more powerful than to act in spite of whatever fears are coming up for you. So accept that you're having the fear, but act in spite of it. And who inspires you? A good question. My dad really inspires me. He has his own business and he's been such a big supporter and cheerleader in all the crazy decisions I've made in my life, like volunteering in Africa and like living in Europe and writing a book. He actually wrote a book. So he's a big inspiration for sure. And if you can go back in time and talk to your 20 year old self, what advice would you give her? To just trust the process and that she's not alone. I remember feeling super alone in the midst of my now at moment. That's when things really started actually 2013. So yeah, she's not alone that I have the power to shift my mindset and to make any dream that I want into a reality and just trust the process. Well, thank you for doing this today. And where can people find you online? Thank you for having me. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Cassandra Rosa with an extra A at the end. And if you want to learn more about my story and more about my process to navigate through some of the stuff that we talked about today, my book is available on Amazon. And it's called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.